This is the best of daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information, go to believerstogether.com. The Gospel of John, chapter 20, and beginning in verse 24. Picking up the story after Jesus had been resurrected and appearing then to the apostles and to the disciples and to his followers there in that upper room. We now pick up in verse 24 where we read, But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, wasn't with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. You know, as a leader, it's always a troubling thing when disciples miss crucial meetings. I know there are plenty of legitimate reasons, but I think Satan also is quite good at distractions and confusion and well-mixed-up priorities. Now, who knows where Thomas was at this point? But I am willing to bet that wherever he was, he regretted later that he was there instead of with the community of believers that day. Many times... I have been asked in counsel by someone who posed a question or an issue, one that I just covered in the previous Sunday service, only to find out that that person had actually missed that study. Now look, God will meet your needs, but you have to meet Him. Some of these same folks will say, well, I worship at home and I'm not into the whole community thing. Please note that Jesus did not go to Thomas's house. He went to where the believers had gathered. So where was Thomas? Maybe he was like a lot of folks in that when presented with crisis and trial, they hold up alone and they shun fellowship. But this, as well as many other cases, present a Christ who loves his people to come together in good times and in times of trial. And when we refuse this, we run a great risk of missing out on the appearance of Christ. We miss out on the comforting of our hearts. When we hold up alone, we only expose our pride and our selfishness. Christianity was designed to be a single experience, yes, but yet lived out in a group setting. Verse 26 says, After eight days, again his disciples were inside, and Thomas was with them. And Jesus came, the doors being locked, and stood in the middle and said, Peace be to you. And then he said to Thomas, Reach here your finger and see my hands. Reach here your hand and put it in my side. Don't be unbelieving, but believing. I think Thomas was one of those guys who are hard to convince. These kind of folks, well, they want physical manifestations of what is a heavenly occurrence. Now, certainly, I don't think it's a bad thing to be cautious. Certainly, there are a lot of folks who weren't and Today, they're lost in extra-biblical and even cultic churches. But also, we need to consider that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Somewhere along the way, we will be called to believe in what we cannot see and what we cannot fully understand. Truly, unless such test occurs and and you pass, well, you'll never be a born-again Christian nor a disciple of Christ. The fact is, today, there are simply things we cannot understand, we cannot comprehend on this plane of existence. 
God is bigger than all of us. He's beyond our understanding in so many things. And would you really want it any other way? Look, I want a big God and one that is in every way beyond me. Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways, says Yahweh. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Thomas, well, he wanted proof. And amazingly, in an act of very patient love, Jesus gives it to him. Jesus could have given Thomas the tough luck routine, but he loves us so much that he often goes the extra mile for us, even when, frankly, nothing requires him to do so. This time, well, Thomas was sure to be at the meeting. Maybe the boys had thumped him a little, as they well should have, and said, hey, Thomas, you're going to be at this gathering. I think that's part of our job, to bring people to Jesus as Andrew did with his brother Peter, you know, way back at the beginning of this book. Jesus showed Thomas his nail-scarred hands and the wound in his side. For all of us, this is the essential moment of truth. Jesus herein showed himself as a fact, but would Thomas believe? Will we believe at that moment? Or will we only expose the fact that it was all just an excuse, that we simply don't want to believe? Verse 28, Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Ah, Thomas proved himself to be genuine. He acknowledged Jesus' fact, and further, and this is what it really comes down to, he acknowledged Jesus as his Lord. Maybe you're saying the same thing as Thomas. Maybe you started out saying, show me the proof, show me the truth. But I'm asking you today in return, if he does, will you step up? Or are you one of those guys who are perpetually, always and forever on the search? You know, the guy that's always looking, never finding. Because you see, your eyes are actually shut and thus so is your heart. If Jesus asks you to reach out and touch the scars of proof of love in his hands... Will you do it? Because Jesus has been dealing with the likes of Thomas for 2,000 years. Verse 29 says, Jesus said to him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. I have no doubt today that many of you can relate to this. After all, you never bumped into Jesus on the sidewalk, but you know he's there. You know because you have witnessed his miraculous hand. You know because you have experienced his presence. You have heard his voice. No, you may not have ever touched his scars, but you know that he has touched yours. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information, on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.